For as long as I can remember, I've been a fan of the University of Michigan and all of its sports. There's a lot of family history that explains why a Southerner would be a fan of the University of Michigan. But football has been the sport that I've loved watching the most at Michigan, in part because of its special history at the university. But also, football is my favorite sport. And college football is my favorite of all of its iterations. So last night, being able to watch the national championship game with my wife and my three children, with a very large Michigan banner prominently displayed in our family room, and to see them win the trophy, that's about as good as it gets. I remember a couple years ago when Michigan lost in the semifinals, and then last year they lost in the semifinals and thought, we're just going to have to try harder. There was great sadness, but I thought, but there's still something to work toward and to hear some of their players say, we're going to try harder and we're going to come back. It gave you that sense of hope. And as I watched the players of Michigan celebrate and I watched the players of Washington in great grief and sadness on the other sidelines, with I can't help thinking that maybe they were wondering the same, what are we going to have to do to win it next time? Or will we ever win it? I kind of thought about what it was like to be a Michigan fan last year with this. Are, are these guys ever going to get a second chance to get there? And then all of a sudden they get there. I wonder if it's sort of like the person that sets out to climb a very high mountain that you train and train and do all the work and preparation and then you get to the height of that mountain and you reach the summit and take wonderful pictures. But from there, you go downhill. One of the things that I thought about is how we process longing and all of the effort and the preparation to achieve something, and then what do we do once we get it? If you had asked me back in my 20s or in my 30s to write a list of 10 things that would be aspects of the perfect day without any boundaries or any hesitations upon it, write down 10 things. What would be your perfect day? I would have probably written to watch Michigan win a national championship in football. There would be obviously other things I'd write on that list, but seeing Michigan win a national championship in football, to me, that's a perfect day. You think about these players that have labored to be able to win a championship. That's the height of the sport. And then you get that. And then just like the players from Washington, both of them at the end of the day, they wake up and that game was yesterday. yesterday. Now, granted, the players of University of Michigan can look back yesterday with great celebration and joy, and the players from Washington are probably looking back with a sense of regret. And I know some of them were thankful for the chance to be able to play for that championship. But both of them still can only look back. Now, the University of Michigan players, they are the defending champions and will be for the rest of this year, but still, they look back. And going back to that idea of writing out your perfect day, and let's say you put on a list 10 things, this is my perfect day, and let's say that supernaturally you get all 10 of those things, even no matter how outlandish those things are, you get that perfect day. But the reality is you're going to go to sleep. That day will come to an end, 
and the next day is the next day. I've read interviews with people that have had great aspirations, actors who work their tails off in Hollywood, waiting tables, trying to do all the things just to get an audition, and maybe to be successful in that audition and to get a role, and maybe even to become a celebrity and land a huge role in a blockbuster movie, but they're the same person. And I remember more than a decade ago when Tom Brady sat down with 60 Minutes and reflected on all the championships he'd won and said, I can't help thinking there has to be something more. I think one of the realities, part of being a human is even when we find great success and we have great joy, there's always something in there, especially when you pause and look back and you say, it's in the past. Now, I'm not trying to be disparaging and trying to take a negative outlook on these things, but that is the reality. I will say one of the big differences when it comes to this thought process is when there's a relationship attached to it. I remember looking forward to my wedding, and you look forward to it, and there's the preparation. And even though I had my wedding day, and today is not my wedding day, my wedding day is years and years in the past, and I look back and I think, well, that's something in the past, and we have a video, and that day of great celebration has passed, but it was the beginning of a relationship. I have my wife that I'm married to, and I get to spend the days because of that, in light of that, because that great day of anticipation actually was the beginning of a relationship. And these players from the University of Michigan, they will always have that ring, and they will always be able to say that they are champions. And many of them will be able to maintain their friendships, but they're going to go their separate ways. And they will look back on those things and say, what a great day, but there still is that pit inside of us of wondering, was that enough, like Tom Brady expressed? In his book, The Weight of Glory, C.S. Lewis talks some about this, where he says that there is no holiday, there is no vacation at the beach, there is no rest that can fully satisfy us. And maybe the reality that nothing can fully satisfy us is evidence of the fact that we were made for something more. For me to go to bed last night with a little bit of, oh, this doesn't last forever, that championship night, that championship game, as glorious as it was, it lasted for the four hours or so of that game, and I'm not watching that game right now. Today is a new day, which is a good thing, but it's also a recognition that even at the height, it doesn't last. And all of us are longing for something that lasts. And the writer of Ecclesiastes deals with this very same thing, this recognition that even if one person works all his life and achieves great merit and another person works all his life and squanders what he has and is foolish with what he has and his gifts, at the end of the day, both of them die. They all get the same thing. And similarly, even though the players from Michigan got the victory and the players from Washington did not, 
Today is a new day. And both of them look back on it that that was something in the past. As I think about this, it makes me take great pause and say, where are my hopes? Because one of the realities is even hoping in good things, once you achieve those good things, what will you do once you get them? Where will you find what's next? And see, I think that's also part of where some people have expressed, they achieve the height of their careers or their height of their professions. And they say, but I still am myself. It rarely fills all of the things that a person hopes will be fulfilled. Socrates of old said, nothing less than yourself can satisfy you. And many of us have these, if I could only have X, if I can only achieve Y, then I will be happy. And many of us never get those things. But also those of us who do, once we get there, we realize it didn't accomplish everything I thought it did. It didn't fully fulfill me. There still is this pit that is left unfilled. Maybe because there's only one that can fully satisfy us. But these longings, they are good things for us to have because I think that they point us to the recognition that we were made for something more. We were made for relationship. You know, I'm looking forward to the second coming of Jesus. And the older I get, I think the more I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to actually one day being able to see Jesus. But not just so I can see Jesus and say, well, I achieved that great thing, but because that's the beginning of something new and a restoration of the way things are supposed to be. Because many of these things that we long for, as good as they are, they don't restore us back to the way we were supposed to be. But I think that we get these, and I like to call them these echoes of Eden. They're these pictures of restoration Because as much as I reference these players from Washington who lost, that now they've got to figure out how do I maybe turn it around and get something next. And maybe the players from Michigan felt like finally we achieved it. They finally got what that thing they were working for. Because all of us want to feel like we finally got it. But the older I'm getting, the more I realize the only time that we're ever going to be able to truly say, finally, is when we are and this world is fully restored back to the way it's supposed to be. I love a Sunday nap. To be able to get a nap is such a joy for me. But no nap fully makes me feel at rest because there are still things that I feel that I need to do. And yet, I, as much as I think about this Michigan victory that has brought me so much joy, but also it causes me to be reminded of the way things are supposed to be, that I celebrate these glimmers of a recognition that we are still people in great need. It makes me think about where I'm putting my hopes, where my longings are, Where is the trajectory of my life? What am I aiming at? 
And am I aiming at something that really can bring lasting satisfaction? I think we all know that there's only one way to bring about lasting satisfaction. It's by putting your hope in something that will last. And a championship game, a championship year, a relationship, a career, a job, a promotion, a holiday, a nap. Those aren't things that last. And I'm thankful, indeed, truly thankful, that my favorite team got to win a national championship. But I'm even more thankful for the reminder of my deepest need for the one who can bring me lasting satisfaction, lasting rest, lasting fulfillment, because he's the one that I was made for. And that's something worth celebrating this day. Thanks for listening to RenewCast. You can subscribe to our show at Apple, Spotify, or anywhere else you find your podcast episodes. Visit our website at www.renew-education.org to learn more or follow us on our YouTube channel.